birds are here to welcome us. We're trying to get to the slush. You're listening to Happy Vermont, a travel podcast about people and places in the Green Mountain State. I'm your host, Erica Housekeeper. Catherine Monstream is a Burlington artist known for her colorful paintings, prints, and cards of beautiful places like Camel's Hump, Warren Falls, downtown Burlington, and Lake Champlain. She can often be found painting at her studio at the soda plant on Pine Street in Burlington or greeting customers at her gallery at 129 St. Paul Street across from City Hall Park. And pretty much on a daily basis in the winter, you can also find Catherine taking a dip in Lake Champlain. Catherine is a driving force behind the Red Hot Chili Dippers, a group of women and men who meet up at Oak Ledge Park or Perkins Pier or the Burlington Waterfront for quick winter swims in Lake Champlain. And no, they're not swimming in the lake in wetsuits. Even when it's, say, 15 degrees out, members of the Red Hot Chili Dippers are wearing bikinis, one-piece bathing suits, or swim shorts when they plunge into the lake. Lake Champlain is one of Catherine's favorite places to find inspiration. She's documenting the group's winter swims with photos and videos, and she plans to host an exhibit this fall with paintings based on the experience. Catherine, welcome, and thanks so much for being here. First, tell us, what does it take to be a winter swimmer? I mean, do you need nerves of steel or just a sense of adventure? Determination and a sense of adventure. And hopefully you have the right makeup that it's that it's a good thing for your body. You know, everybody's different. But I feel like it's just desire. Like, I want to do that. And for me, it's like a mini adventure every day. And it's it's right there. It's like right down the street. I can get an adventure going skiing or hiking and all these things, but I can also just jump on my bike or drive down, watch, you know, and, and see what kind of things are happening at the lake. How long have you been winter swimming? I've been doing it for three years nonstop, as in every month for three years, but now I'm every day. It's just kind of, I think COVID really pushed a lot of us to find other ways to sort of regain our mental health. And I find that. If I go for a run or do anything else, I can still worry. But when you're in 37 degree water and you're sitting there, the tactile experience is so overwhelming that you really can't think of anything else. You're just thinking of surviving. And so it's such a reset button. And you come out so high from the endorphins and just your brain is like, you survived. Oh my God. So it really lasts throughout the day. So I find it's kind of addicting to want that. Like runners want their endorphins. I want mine from the lake, the cold water. Yeah. I have been reaching out to a few people who do winter swimming, and they say that like people get hooked on it because of the way it makes them feel. And a minute ago, you mentioned, you know, 37 degrees. I think in January, the average temperature of Lake Champlain is 37 degrees, right? Can you describe the feeling of walking into this cold lake water in your bathing suit or whatever you wear when you get into the lake and swimming around and then coming back onto dry land when it's, you know, 20 or 25 degrees. I mean, what does it feel like? Well, first of all, a lot of us wear neoprene booties because that helps you be able to stay in a tiny bit longer. So entering the water, of course, with your feet and booties, you don't feel it. 
personally, for me, I don't really mind it at all up to my waist. I'm just comfortable. But from my chest, shoulders, arms, that that part is really hard. And it's sort of like, okay, here we go. And you just sort of slowly glide down. And I usually do a little bit of breaststroke just because I almost just nervous energy. A lot of people just sink down and press their hands together. Others will run in screaming and just dive through the water and jump out. So it's really personal of what what you want to get and how long you want to stay in. Yeah. Do you go all the way under? I haven't been this year. I used to, but now I'm staying in longer. So I don't feel like I need to do that. I, I do like to get my face in because it's so crisp and refreshing. I love the feeling after of that, my cool skin. It stays, that feeling stays for a long time. I almost describe it as, it's like you're chilled, but not in a bad way. It's like you're mentholated. It just feels really good. How long do you stay in for? How long can you stay in for before you kind of get into, can you can get into trouble? There are formulas for that. I don't come anywhere near that formula, so I don't know what the max is, but it's a formula that has to do with water temperature and how many minutes you can stay in. I don't get much past 60 seconds or 90 seconds or maybe two minutes, but some of my my fellow red hot chili dippers are staying in for like four, five. My friends, they stayed in six minutes the other day. I'm like, that might be too long, actually. So I don't know. They were cold after for a while. And, you know, it does kind of hit you. I would prefer to get out sooner and not be seriously cold. And isn't it, you also can't warm up too quickly? Like, isn't there danger in that? Like, you don't want to get too... I think that's true if you've been in the water for a while and you're seriously close to being hypothermic. I have never been close to hypothermic in the little bit of time I spend in. Strangely enough, when I come out of the water, I'm not cold. I usually kind of laugh at myself because I'm not in a big rush. If it's not windy, I'm not in a big rush to get dressed. It's like, oh, oh yeah, I should probably put my stuff on. And people are like, put on your things. It's like, oh yeah. But it's something about, I think, the high that you're just, and you're out of the water. It's like, oh, I did it. And you sort of like have this kind of numbness that's just like, oh yeah, I should probably put my sweater on and my boots. <laughs> right. So as I mentioned earlier, I see photos of you and, and other women I know from Burlington taking part in these regular swims. And the group is the Red Hot Chili Dippers with such, a, such an awesome name. How did the group come together? Like, tell me about how it all started. Sure. I have a dear friend named Elise, and she has been doing it for 11 years. She's never missed a month in 11 years. And she's had two babies. And So she's my mentor and she's the one who kept inviting me and I was way too scared. It took her, she probably sent me emails for a year before I finally got the courage to go, I'm going to stop saying I want to do that and just go and show up. And I was amazed how scared I was. And, And you see it with the new people, how it's just like so anxiety provoking. And the difference between the people who are acclimated, who do it a lot, and the new people is when they go in the water, they almost look like they're being electrocuted or tased. So anyway, I started with her. And once I went once, I just couldn't believe how giddy I was after and how good I felt. So then I thought I could commit to once a month. And so I had been doing that for a while. But then as COVID hit, I found last March, I started upping it and other people were saying, I want to go. When can I go? When can I do this? So it sort of started with some emails and uh, a few a few messages between friends. And then I was like, we should have a name. 
And I had all these dorky names, Ladies of the Lake, the Polar Bear Club, the Seals. And then my daughter, my youngest daughter was like, Mom, what about Red Hot Chili Dippers? I was like, oh, yeah, that's brilliant. And it's such a perfect name. But I found that a lot of people who had never done it really took a lot of solace in it and were just like, I want to do it again. So I just sort of started this email chain. And pretty soon, I think I have about 90 people on the email. That doesn't mean they're all swimmers, but they're inter- they're interested. They're interested. The group is it all women? No, um, we love we love having it open to anyone, and we'd we'd like to see more men come. We just don't have many right now, but I think we have kids. We have people that come in partial wetsuits. It should be for anybody. I think I always want to be really open, as long as as long as it's good for their heart and they can handle it. Yeah, definitely. Do you typically go in at Oakledge Park, or do you find different areas around the lake to go in? I prefer to find new exciting places, but the lake is so low that our options are very limited. So Oakledge Park, the little cove there is perfect because it gets deep quick enough. But we've found a number of other good places like Red Rocks Park is great. And Perkins Pier, if you don't mind an audience, is a great place. It gets deep quickly. I wouldn't go in the summer, but in the winter, it's fine. Certainly North Beach is great, but again, it's so shallow. You have to go forever. Right. It must be easier going maybe when it is a little deeper because you kind of just have to get right in rather than like... Yeah, I did an experiment on video. It's on my Instagram page a couple weeks ago where I said, I'm going to run in this lake, in this sandy beach, and I'm not going to duck down and I'm going to see how long it takes me to get up to my neck. Well, I had no idea. It was so far. It took me five minutes round trip to get up to my neck and then turn around. It was like, I was just going. Meanwhile, my poor daughter was like, mom, she's videoing. You could hear the stress in her voice because I'm getting, she's afraid she's going to have to rescue me. But I thought it was really funny, but it was like, so that tells you how shallow it is. Like I was working hard and to get to my neck in two minutes, I was like nuts. So definitely you want it to get deep quickly. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you, you know, you've talked about in the pandemic, people have definitely become more interested in winter swimming, just like something to do. It's, you know, during this strange time for you personally, like, have you found this to be a way not only to feel good, but like to bond with others or make new connections? Yes, at a distance, because of course, with COVID, we're wearing masks and we stay far apart. But I certainly have found some kindred souls that are really interested in doing this and have have just found great love in this lake in the winter and it's so fun to see people get it and then these text chains going off of like four o'clock I'll be at the lake I'm like okay and now I'm not even setting up half of them I'm just showing up but I'm not always organizing them other people are just so excited so so they're are they spontaneous or like does someone just like hey who wants to go down to the lake today or do you have them scheduled It's both. With the big group, I definitely schedule it because I want to give people an opportunity to go in that maybe don't have anybody or want to just watch. You don't have to go in. You want to just see what it's about. But then other times you get a text at 730 in the morning. Hey, I'm going to go swimming at eight. I'm going in at eight. Anybody want to join me? And then they'll be like, yes. And I'm like, oh, if I get dressed right now, it's a great way to start your day because you're just like better than caffeine. I mean, I like caffeine a lot, but it's better. So that's definitely spontaneous as well. There's an event up in the Northeast Kingdom, up in Lake Memphremagog, and they had to cancel it this year. It's like a virtual event, but normally they cut out like a chunk of ice and they 
swim and they have this kind of annual event. And I spoke to a woman who lives up in Derby and who typically does the event. But she was saying how up there near the Canadian border, most of the lakes are frozen. So she can't swim past like December. And Lake Champlain, as we know, it doesn't freeze. It freezes every few years. I think the last year it was froze all the way across was like 2015 or so. It's been a while. So it makes it very accessible in the winter compared to some other lakes that freeze over. But I've noticed about you in your art and also just in the pictures you share on Instagram, you have a real love for Lake Champlain year round. But I would love just to hear what you love about the lake so much, especially in the winter. I think there's this beauty and sort of the austere, how it's just so almost blank at times, but all these different tones of gray and, and the snow that just like, just the, the contrast is so beautiful. So I think the winter is the most beautiful. And then I love it. If it gets ice, it's even better. And so I think as an artist, you know, I'm just looking for light changes and seasons, but I think there's something about the winter and that that's half of why I swim in the lake because it's just getting myself down there. What am I going to see? I don't know. It might be okay, but it might be like, oh my God, look at this. It might be just drop dead gorgeous and the sun is setting and it's glassy. I didn't expect that. The reflections are on fire and there's ice in the foreground, you know? So it's just a matter of, I have to just go and see. And I always say, I'm just going to look. Well, that usually... <laughs> 90% of the time that means I end up swimming, but or at least dunking. But um, it's just once I see it, I'm like, oh, oh, hello there. I think I, I'm going to do this. It's just really so exciting. But I think that winter is just so beautiful to see the changes. The light is pretty amazing. Um, I see it from my my house, my backyard. I don't see the lake, but I see the, the sky or the sunset. And the light is unbelievable. It'll stop you in your tracks. Right. Also, like if it snows, we had this one experience a few weeks ago where it snowed and it was it was not windy at all. So the snow just sat on the top of the lake and made this giant slushy. Oh my gosh, it was so amazing to swim through. I was like, I'm at 7-Eleven in a giant slushy. It was so much fun. And that's like a really rare occurrence, like to have this water, you know, that's that has this completely different form than than you'll ever have in the summer or fall or spring. So I love that you don't know, like, is there going to be ice today? Like sometimes there is and sometimes there's not. And so you're just kind of waiting for the ice. When is it coming? And like, do I need my hammer? Do I need a sledgehammer? Do I need my saw? And so it's like, I'm hoping it freezes because I want to get, I love the adventure of getting in and just being like, oh yeah, I can get in, watch me, you know, and, and just figuring it out. Do you actually bring down tools sometimes to get in? Definitely. Um, I haven't really needed to. I brought my hammer and I haven't needed it yet. So far, the ice has been on the on the broad lake has been very like super thin, like it'll cut you. It's so like just super surfacey. But that will change and um, and I will be ready. And in the past, I would just be like, oh, darn, I can't get in. Not now. I'm now I'm like, OK, I have all these friends in the Instagram friends in the UK and you can just see that they just make channels they just get out their tools and they, they figure it out and you can keep opening those up. So it's going to be interesting to see if that happens. I hope so. Yeah. And speaking about the beauty of the lake and going down to see the sunset or the amazing light or the snow on the lake, you must get inspired. I mean, do you ever go for a swim and then like go and paint after? 
Definitely. Well, and also capturing it on with my camera because, you know, for winter painting, you know, you can do it plain air, of course, but I usually go back to my studio and work. So it's more kind of letting it all like it's all sort of percolating right now and everything I see. And by recording it with my phone, with my camera, with my videos, it's like going to remind me of what it was that excited me. and And it will definitely inform my next body of work. Tell me this, if someone wanted to try winter swimming, but maybe they were on the fence or afraid or something, like what advice would you give them? Sometimes I say, well, just come down and, and watch and see what you think. And otherwise, if, if they really want to do it, I just make sure that their feet are covered because sometimes the rocks are a little harsh. And that, you know, that I give them lots of advice, like you can bring a thermos of water and pour it into a little plastic basin. So if you come out and your hands are painfully cold or your feet, you just pour your little thermos into the plastic and make mini hot tub. And so there's tricks that you can do to kind of, so you don't have to really suffer through the cold that different people have a different level of uncomfortableness about hands and feet. So you can use that. And I, I think just telling them to go really slowly and then just just dunk down. Don't maybe just don't run in and immerse yourself the first time. Just see what that feels like, or just go to your waist and go back out. You know, it's, there's no rules. Just do what feels right. You know, let your body guide you and what feels safe and what feels right. And how did you feel after? Do you have an ice cream headache and it won't go away? Did you feel like anxiety? You know, like if there's anything negative, then maybe that's not quite right for that person. But, but yeah, I think it's, I usually say, just go slow. And go with somebody. Are most people in the the group or someone starting out, like, is there, aside from, like, health considerations, like, do you have, you, you don't have to be a great swimmer to do this. I mean, it's not, you don't have to be, like, a super athlete or anything to try this. Not at all. And you really don't even have to be a swimmer. I, in the winter, often, I only go up to my, we only go up to maybe our, our chest or armpits, and then we just sort of bend our knees and dunk down. And I call it swimming, but No, most of the time you're just sort of dunking down and then you either pop back up or you stay there for a while, depending on what feels right to you. So no, certainly you don't need to be a swimmer. It's more about just wanting the adventure and the embracing the cold and and seeing what that does for you. I mean, there's so much research saying that it boosts your immune system and that it helps with, uh, what is it, dementia, and it's uh, a cure for depression. I mean, there's so much research. It's fascinating. I can certainly believe that because it does, you do feel like different when you come out. It's just like this, yeah, you feel supercharged. It's a great feeling. You can follow the Red Hot Chili Dippers on Instagram or learn more about Catherine Monstream by visiting her website, kmmstudio.com. Thanks for listening to Happy Vermont. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. You can also visit my website at happyvermont.com, where you can find stories about places to visit and extraordinary people who make the state great. You can also find our new Happy Vermont sweatshirts, winter hats, and t-shirts that are available to purchase online. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and talk to you soon.